Welcome in. Good to have you with us this Tuesday. We had a lot to do today. We're going to talk about this new report that came out of the FBI. Uh, or, or that the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security downplayed warning signs. They had intelligence that things may be getting out of hand on January 6, 2021. They just flat out, they didn't, they didn't heed the advice and the warning signs that were coming. And I've got some thoughts on it. And, and we're going to talk about it coming up here in, in just a couple of minutes. But I think it's very interesting that even though there were signs, there was scuttlebutt going around, there were people online that were making some pretty, pretty blatant uh, statements. They weren't trying to sugarcoat anything. They, they were going there for a reason. And the fact that that was out there and it didn't, it didn't resonate with intelligence officials, didn't intelli- uh, 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 um, initiate any sort of thought in the law enforcement community that maybe, maybe that you should have some people on site. Um, I have, I have big questions about that. So, so we'll do that in a couple of minutes. Um, we also have an issue with, with Ethan Crumbly and the parents of Ethan Crumbly, because now prosecutors have released more information about him and the days leading up and the trouble that he was in. And, and that was also ignored. So we'll do that too. Um, but we all want to start with today Ford laying off some salaried workers, uh, both in the United States and in Canada. And that mainly includes engineers uh, that both work on ICE vehicles and electric vehicles and, and their business units. Uh, employees were told of the cuts in small groups yesterday. And and it's really the latest sign that the Blue Oval, along with like many other automakers, they're reevaluating their work staff. They're reevaluating who they need and where they need them where as they make the transition to electric vehicles. Now, three main units are going to be affected. Ford Blue, which focuses on on normal gas-powered engines and hybrid vehicles. Ford Model, which is dedicated to EV and and software production. And then Ford Pro, which serves as as sales and distribution of, of a lot of their fleet sales. Now, the cuts will... Focus mainly, again, on, on engineering and product development. And and those layoffs are, are coming in the days ahead. And and those impacted are going to be notified. Meanwhile, the Michigan House Appropriation Committee voted uh, to send an additional $120 million bucks toward that Ford Motor Company battery plant in Marshall. And this money geared towards help preparing the site for that development which is going to cost about 3.5 billion bucks uh the additional 125 million will be allocated to the marshall area economic development alliance to prepare the property it's the latest installment of hundreds of millions of dollars that the legislature is appropriating to that project and comes ironically just what today's tuesday two days after donald trump was in novi and and spoke harshly about electric vehicles, uh, particularly here in the state of Michigan, saying that it would decimate our auto industry. Um, but there was a uh, an EV company that Donald Trump was supporting. That was the Lordstown Motors Company. Uh, but their shares just tanked out after they filed for bankruptcy. It's Chapter 11 protection. They're looking for protection from their creditors. And and this is a, 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 a dispute that's been ongoing 
with Foxconn Technologies, that they are a major supplier uh, and maker of iPhones. Uh, and the 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 scuttlebutt was over a deal that would make pickup trucks in Lordstown. Um, but but Foxconn said that it was prepared to pull out of their production altogether, which certainly put Lordstown in a tight spot, so they're left scrambling to a certain extent. The Supreme Court uh, issuing an opinion today led by Chief Justice John Roberts that the North Carolina Supreme Court did not violate the elections clause of the U.S. Constitution when it invalidated the state's 2022 congressional map. They rejected a much broader version of a controversial legal independent state legislature theory. This was pushed by Republicans in North Carolina. They were asking justices to adopt a dormant legal theory that held that state courts and other entities in states have a limited role in reviewing election rules established by state legislatures when it comes to federal elections. So that is... I think a loss for the Donald Trump camp, those uh, that were that were using that as a springboard to talk about what happened in 2020. Also, days after an attempted overthrow of the Russian government, the mastermind of that uh, of that plan of that group, the Wagner group, he has arrived in Belarus and so have a number of his fighters. WJR Senior News Analyst Marie Osborne here with the latest developments in this unfolding story. Good afternoon, Marie. Hi, Chris. Two important things happening at once today in this story. Like you said, the Rus- a Russian mercenary leader, Yegevny Prigozhin, arrived in Belarus along with his fighters. And President Vladimir Putin praised his armed forces for averting a civil war. The Belarus president, uh, Alexander Lukashenko, saying yes, indeed, he is in Belarus today. He was talking about Prigozhin, of course. Russian authorities also dropping the criminal case against the Wagner Group. That was the mercenary force. Putin flexing some muscle today, telling 2,500 security personnel who had gathered at a square in the Kremlin that they had stopped the civil war. And he said, you've stopped civil war and the armed forces stood together in opposition to the rebel mercenaries. Now, what does this mean for the region politically? Some of Belarus's neighbors are really concerned about this Wagner group. They're alarmed. Latvia and Lithuania called for NATO to strengthen their eastern borders in response. And the Polish president, Andrzej Duda, uh, called the move a negative signal. Also watching the uh, Ukraine. They hope that the chaos caused by the military attempt in Russia will undermine the Russian defenses in Kiev, where they have a counteroffensive underway. And one last thing, Prigozhin, as you know, Chris, was a former Putin ally, an ex-convict whose mercenaries fought the bloodiest battles of the Ukrainian war so far and taken heavy casualties. This story is multi-layered, very complex. You know, and if you think that Alexander Lukashenko is is some, uh, uh, you know, uh, facilitator in, in a good faith deal, it's not the case. This no, is a, 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 a Putin ally. Belarus is, is sympathetic to, to Russia and their cause. And, and we talked about it yesterday, Marie. I, you know, Vladimir Putin says, guys, trust me. I promise everything will be fine. You're, you're good. Just go to Belarus, stay out of our way, and, and everything will be fine. 
I don't buy that. <laughs> I, no. I, the, the, the fact that that uh, uh, that all of these Wagner soldiers are allowed to just no. get away with this, it, it doesn't jive. And they are both uh, Putin and uh, Prigozhin are both notorious killers. Yeah. I heard somebody, uh, one of our uh, State Department people saying it would be a good idea if he doesn't stand by any windows in the near future um, or, or don't eat that, food yes. don't drink any drinks you never know <laughs> I, I i am curious to know the wagner group has anywhere between 20 and fifty thousand soldiers i want to know what else happens to them because they are regarded amongst the russian soldiers that are on the ground in ukraine as some of the the best fighters the most well-trained fighters and if you lose that You've you've lost a, a key part of your fighting force that has been pretty productive. Yeah, to this and don't point. forget they came out of Russian prisons too. Correct. Quite They've a seen story some stuff. here. Quite yeah. a story, and it's not over. No, it's not over. Uh, all right, got to take a break. Coming up, we're going to talk about Ethan Crumbly and and the the signals that his parents may have missed, according to new information released by prosecutors. That's next on JR Afternoon.